guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's uh, Sean and Brad, guys, Beer Sports. Back again, uh, special guest today, so we're going to jump into that here in a minute, but we want to get to an open. Uh, Sean, uh, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. We also have our really special guest here, Norberto. Hey, why don't you say what's up? What's going on, everybody? Man, I'm really excited about this. Very big news coming out of our camp here, eh, uh, Brad? Yeah, yeah, we got some big news. Well, uh, you can find out this week, uh, Flyers Brewery from here up at Woodby Island, the official sponsor of Guys Beer Sports. So thank you to uh, those fellas down there. Uh, we'd encourage you to visit them. Uh, they're open for takeout to go. They've recently expanded their uh, seating area. It's covered now. They've got heaters. Uh, all the beers are on tap. The food's fantastic. They're running weekly specials. You can order online, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, you can just pop in. You don't have to talk to anybody. Just grab your food and go. Sit, enjoy it, get some beer. Uh, you can get beer to go and fill these little fancy little growlers. There's two beers growler right here, so you can just take it home with you and get down. Uh, so I'll give you more about what my beer in a minute is, but, uh, you know, shout out to Tony and the boys over at Flyers. We, we appreciate you. I'm super happy about that. And the thing is that all these Canadians that were going down into Whitby Island, they all know Flyers as well. So yeah. this is really good news. Uh, hey, so, okay. I took a little stop. It's like five minutes down the road from me. This brewery is a local brewery, pretty much brand spanking new. I had to get this beer. Uh, I never thought that I would ever see the day a beer company, a brewery named Old Biddies. Old Biddies. <laughs> and look at that picture. Look at that picture. Oh, my. She's in curlers looking all upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And of course, does it say American bastard? It sure does. I was just about to get into this. So the the brewmaster, because I said, hey, man, tell me your best beer, because I already had eyes on one beer. And he said, you know what? Is your podcast going to the States? I go, yeah. He goes, here, orange American bastard. This is a weed ale. It's a great, great beer. My wife kept going, you know, you don't even know what this beer is about. You're already advertising the artwork. I go, the artwork is great. The name's great. Orange American Bastard, these guys are going into, I'm telling you, they're going to the liquor stores here in Nova Scotia. They're brand spanking new, and I hope that they start uh, being able to sell them to the U.S. because this artwork is just worth yeah. it, just alone. Orange American I mean, Bastard feels like a political statement. I'm just going to tell you off the top. Oh, no, I completely we'll, we'll agree. <laughs> but we're Canadians. I mean, we don't know what we're I talking mean, about. You can still have a political statement. We don't know what we're talking about up here. I know. It's just funny to me. That's how it works. <laughs> Noberto, you have a beer over there in Cleveland. I sure do. We have a few breweries out here. One of the biggest ones out here is uh, Great Lakes, the Great Lakes Brewery. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but uh, Dortmunder is one of their top sellers. It's actually an award-winning beer. And uh, outside of this one, their biggest other big seller is the uh, Christmas Ale, which is flying off the shelves quickly here in Cleveland. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Christmas Ale. I stick to the Dortmunder here, but... Yeah, uh, we have Fatheads Brewery also. Yeah, um, Fatheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a so, few. We have a few out in Cleveland. You know, yeah, do you have any, do you have any uh, Cleveland steamer breweries? It feels like a miss if you don't. <laughs> 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 Not to my knowledge. No, I don't think we have any steamer breweries out here. <laughs> okay. You should start one. I mean, that's your new side hustle. Yeah, that's a good business idea. 
<laughs> that can either go really, really well or just horrible. I think yeah, I mean, you probably have to sell a porter. I mean, if it's going to be from your brewery, it's probably going to be a porter. But they got a company called Old Biddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say it's 2020. You roll the dice. You're good to go. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so today, my choice from Flyers uh, is my favorite from there. It's the Pacemaker Porter. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a full body Dale. It's got the cheap. It's, it's everything that you would want in a porter. If you're a porter fan, the Pacemaker Porter is for you. Uh, they also have the Penco Pilsner, the Heat Seeking Hefe, the Afterburner IPA, all are fantastic beers. You're going to hear a lot about them uh, as we get through this because, you know, Flyers have been around 15 years celebrating this week, uh, still open. You know, those guys do amazing work, uh, you know, winning awards everywhere. And so uh, really excited to have Flyers on board. So, again, thank yeah. you, Flyers. I'm envious because I'm all the way here and I can't get that beer over here. So, yeah, I know. We looked into how to send it to you, but just – yeah. I'm just going to, I'll drink your share. This is kind of, that, that sounds good. That's fine. That's fair. <laughs> that sounds fair. All right. Our special guest. I just wanted to get into this before we get into anything yeah. else. So I want to hey. unpack this. This is a very big cheers, day. Fellas. Cheers. Let's yes. Get cheers. cheers. Listen, we have Norberto Petri from the Cleveland from yo, I'm kind of funny. And let me tell you something. I have to admit, Norberto, I'm looking at TikTok and I'm thinking it's all about floss dances all these different dances and everything. And I'm there going, this guy's different. This guy is actually doing skits. There's skits you're doing. And it's like, I mean, there's, there's also things where you're doing commentary and, but the yeah. skits are killing it. Like, <laughs> what was that one? You're sitting there in the toilet. And it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I find that to- the toilet uh, area is probably some of my best content. <laughs> I had one at Halloween. You and Sean are going to be great friends. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one where um, I'm punching the uh, the shower curtain around Halloween. You know, I love sure it. The no psycho, are... the psycho thing. Yeah, I have that one. <laughs> then I have the one where I'm at my girlfriend's house and um, hey, you taking a deuce. <laughs> yeah, there's no the, the toilet's not working, so you know, I don't. Know, I know there's a lot of people that've been through that in their lifetime. <laughs> no, but the voice, the voice uh, of the father. You do the voice of the father. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have. I've plugged Sean's many got toilets. Some stories about that. That's that's Sean's love language is plugging people's toilets. I plug people's <laughs> toilets. I'm a big man. <laughs> 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 this is the risk when you invite me over to your home. Oh goodness. <laughs> that's your signature move. Look at the shirt that he wears. That's uh, yeah, I saw. you need to know. I saw. In his defense, uh, it was a gift. So, I mean, <laughs> my wife, <laughs> yeah, his wife gets him that. You know, he, uh, he, he tried to wear it around me, uh, thinking that we didn't know what it was. He came out in public with a shirt on, and I was like, Is that are you really for real with that shirt on right now? He's like, What? I was like, I know what that means. <laughs> like, I didn't think a, know what it meant. I was like, We all know what it means. Like, this is that this is a church men's group. It was yeah, not a uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what you wear to Bible studies. Uh, yeah. Well, he was on the low. He was thinking no one knew. And he was I thought nobody, nobody will know. Nobody will know. He, uh, he <laughs> Double entendre shirt, you know. Was... He misread the <laughs> I did. I completely misread the playbook on that one. All right. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what gets a guy that had a regular 9 to 5, who still holds a regular 9 to 5, into TikTok 
and then having the influence that you're doing right now? Um, anxiety. <laughs> the driver <laughs> does it. Um, I, you know, I've, I've heard about TikTok for years. TikTok has didn't just begin in 2020 or 2019. It's been around, I think, 2014 or uh, around that time, but never got into it. And I get I this COVID shutdown just, you know, forced millions of millions, maybe even billions of new users to jump on the app, you know. Instagram was boring. Facebook was boring. I'm like, what else is out there? So I got on TikTok and what I saw my first day on TikTok, I'm like, okay, I, I like what I see. You know, there's definitely a lot of eye candy on TikTok. Let me just be honest with you guys. So they, they put that on the For You page on purpose. It's a seller. Oh, yeah. So when you, you're on there for the first time and you see all these dances, you're immediately sold on it. So <laughs> I got on there. And the more I dug deep into TikTok, I found out, you know, that so many other type of content and uh, amazing creators out there. So many people that have so much skills that's, that haven't been discovered. So I'm like, you know what? I think I'll give this a try. So after two weeks of just watching TikToks, I started creating my own uh, content. And, you know, seven months later, here we are. Seven months is where you're at. That's it. Yeah. Seven months. Seven months. I think you're over a hundred and almost one hundred and seven thousand followers now, right? As of this morning, yeah, one hundred and nine thousand. Crazy. Son, you are a stalker. My goodness. Yeah. I do my research. It's a big difference. Oh, is that we're calling it research? <laughs> <laughs> research. I like that term. I got I dated some girls who are good at research. <laughs> So like, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to go into all the details of what you were doing, but I know that you're also an entrepreneur as well, right? So this is a very entrepreneurial uh, way of looking at using a type of medium in order to get your message out there. Uh, are you also a comedian in the local Cleveland area? or You know what? I'm not. I, I am a comedian in the office that I work at. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you know, I do a lot of stand up there. Yeah. But um, outside of that, I, I'll be honest with you guys. My senior year of high school, I was actually voted class clown. I was voted class clown. And I knew that would take me somewhere one day. Just didn't know it was TikTok. And, um, <laughs> outside, you know, we, we, we're famous here in Cleveland for a lot of comedy clubs. We have yeah. a lot of comedy clubs. I've never been the one to just sign up for it or, you know, I barely even visit them. I'm going to be honest. I'm at home. Before this pandemic, I was always at home. Um, but no, there's this TikTok has shown that there's a lot of people that actually would watch me. So, I, you know, I'm curious to see, you know, once everything goes back to normal, let me see what I can do out there. Um, and, and try to, you know, try out for some of these stand up comedy things. I and, think you know, so. I think you have enough content to, in order to start writing something that you could probably leapfrog off of knowing that you had that kind of draw. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you yeah. know, Cleveland's I mean, not a just, huge city. You know, do an open mic night and just jump up there and just start talking. It sounds like, you know. Absolutely. Just, we have some ideas, right? And then just kind of work some stuff out, see how it goes. Yep. That's uh, I mean, uh, it, it's always cool when I see stuff like that there. And like, you know, uh, I'm 48. I really don't know TikTok. I mean, I called it the social media. <laughs> right, Brad? Yeah. yeah. He's a Luddite. You know what a Luddite is? I'm a Luddite. Oh, Jesus. Do you know what a Luddite is? I've heard the term, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I had a I had to look it up myself because my wife called me that. Um yeah. 
It means foreign to new thing. technologies. Yeah, foreign yeah. to new technologies, foreign to new ways of thinking. And I'm like, or opposed, opposed to new technologies, opposed to yeah. new ways of thinking. I'm like, what? That is me, but <laughs> I'm trying to expand. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not lying when you call it the social media because it definitely has taken over in our app stores as the number one oh, social yes. media app. So it, it is mm. the one. <laughs> yeah, it's gone from a time waster to a way to connect. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And people. I mean, time waster in the most respectful way because I've wasted a lot of time with social media. I think it's a beautiful thing, but absolutely, it's been become more important now than ever. Now, Noberto, I just wanted to cut in here for one second because you know what? I owe Brad something here. This week, I've been riding the Seahawks hard. I was really upset because Arizona beat my Bills with a hail mary pass. There, Kyler, Kyler Murray. With a Hail Mary pass. So I thought to myself, Thursday night game, this is all Arizona's. They're going to beat Seattle at home. I was wrong. Seattle actually looked like they had a defense. Carlos Dunlap showed up for the first time in this whole entire season after being traded. Well, he's been here three games. Like, ah, I know. Yeah, he, he had to learn the playbook. Yeah, it's a little bit rough when you say the first time, but okay. We'll take it. There's two sacks. I mean, this is this is what I would he's consider. He's been the three games he's been here. You had to do it. You had to wait, though, right? But the thing is, though, you still won. You won a game. You won a game. You're number one. I, I'm sorry. Said that little Kyler Murray, who couldn't see the end zone from where he threw the ball, was able Look. to beat your team at the end because you couldn't. Yes, it. yes. It was like having Doug Flutie going out there and just cutting us apart all over again. It is like a Toronto Argonaut came and just smacked us around because that's exactly what it felt like. Because there's a short oh. man. I'm used to short men playing quarterback in the in the CFL, so. Yeah, <laughs> he's sticking to that. <laughs> oh man, do you know right now? So it'd be... many, I have so many things to say, but out of respect for your friend Adam, I'm just going to be quiet about your CFL comments. Oh no, no, no! Because you know, right now it'd be Grey Cup weekend, right? This is this they is Grey Cup share. weekend. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know that. If if the Grey Cup was happening, <laughs> if the CFL was happening, this this is Grey Cup weekend. Your guys' Thanksgiving is that, on the, is that on the on the like the calendar you can buy at the store that you get and you hang it by your fridge? Does that say Grey Cup weekend on the calendar? In Regina, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got there, man. The greatest, uh, the greatest city name ever. Regina is so yeah. aggressive. It's so passive aggressive. What's your city's name, Regina? Yeah, I had to like listen carefully to what you just yeah, said. I know. <laughs> I've never visited. <laughs> no, it's a Saskatchewan. Don't worry. I mean, one day you will go there and you'll just be able to see the whole entire place from one central area because it's all flat. Oh. Yeah, it's a prairie. You just turn around. Oh, I can see all the way down Saskatchewan this way. Turn around. Oh, I can see all the way down Saskatchewan this way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah it's, you can watch your dog run away for three days. That's how flat. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Regina. Yeah. No, so seriously, I mean, that is, that is apparently, so Regina, Saskatchewan, CFL is number one, and the close number two is NHL, as far as viewerships, anything like that for sports, right? So, I mean, there are, there are certain cities that it's driven for the CFL, so, I mean, it's kind of sad that they're not playing, so they absolutely have no revenue over there as far as that's concerned. Nobody wants to go visit Regina, so. (laughs) I do. You have cousins there, yes. I know it's not fair, not fair. Well, yeah, anyways, though, 
I, I had to talk about that. I did want to talk about, so I'm going to throw a little shade your way there, Norberto. Um, how in the world does the guy from Cleveland become an anything Massachusetts, anything New England fan? So you're a Patriots fan. From what I can understand, you're like a Boston Bruins fan. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're familiar with Cleveland sports, but we don't do too good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to blast the Cleveland teams here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we've covered at nauseum Cleveland sports. We uh, have. Yeah, the fact that Bud Light was willing to put in coolers at every beer they were in, and open them up for free beer when Cleveland won is all wow. we need to know. Wow. Yeah, we, right. we usually have parades on here when when there's victories. Yeah. But um, <laughs> every every win is like a Super Bowl victory over here. Yeah. Um, no, but to answer your question, uh, Sean, it's my my entire family actually my mom's side of the family we're all patriots fan and that's because we lived in hartford connecticut so we just kind of picked a team out there it was either going to be the jets or the patriots and you know we we I'm glad that my uncles you know chose the patriots um i don't have any family that lives in hartford anymore we lived there maybe for just a few years and everybody went their way we came to cleveland my uncles went to florida um but I've been rooting for the Patriots since I can remember. I think since I was like nine years old, ten years old. Um, I want to say, yeah, the, the first quarterback I ever saw play for the Patriots myself was Drew Bledsoe back in '94, '95. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been a huge fan, not only of the colors but just the game and, and everything has been uh, Patriots in our family. So yeah, my hatred for the Patriots started uh, in that Drew Bledsoe era. So. Oh, goodness. Uh, Drew Bledsoe's, well, Drew Bledsoe, uh, Washington kid, right? Yeah. The Washington State, and so big fan of Drew Bledsoe, then Washington lose his job to, uh, you know, the greatest quarterback of our time in time. Absolutely. Uh, was hard for me, and so I just hate Bill Belichick for making that decision. So, you know, yeah. I hold grudges. This is how it works for me. Didn't he end up going to Buffalo the year after? What's that? Didn't he he did go to Buffalo the year after. He did yeah. go to Buffalo the year after. Yeah. He ended yeah. up in Dallas. Like he still played in Dallas. So yeah. I felt like yeah. he stole championships from Drew Bledsoe. That's just how I feel. Because <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Grady wasn't great until like the late two thousands. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember the uh, two thousand two and two thousand four and two thousand five Super Bowls, but yeah, late two thousands, we'll go with that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was. I, I, I agree that he won. I just he wasn't like the reason why they won. No, no, absolutely, you're right. That you're was right. the defense, right? I feel like those exactly. championships were Drew's championships. Is how I feel about it. The I, other, I, the other three were Tommy. The first three, yep. I feel like, were Drew's at Tommy. Defense started. and coaching, absolutely. Without any of those two, you would have never. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Kind of like your one there, your one Super Bowl championship. There it was all defense. How many, how many do you have? How many do you have in Buffalo or in yeah, Cleveland? Okay. Let's, or, let's not. Let's not. Let's not go there. Oh, it's looking Arizona. promising was this a, year, isn't it? Yeah. It's looking for uh, Buffalo. It was a that loss. Oh my! It looks God, like a wide right kind of year. I don't know, at. man. It's. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just glad the Patriots aren't going to be in it, like because they like honestly Ooh. when Cam Newton came over, when Ooh. Cam Newton came over, I was a little worried, right? But Listen, right now, okay. how how upset are you going to be when the Patriots win the AFC East this year? They're not. They're oh. not going to win it. If, if We're anything, not too far. We're not too far. Four and six isn't that far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four and six. Wow. <laughs> Where are you at? What's your, what's your Buffalo Bills record, Sean? Seven and three. Okay. We're seven and three. So, Miami's the closest. Finish. Miami's yeah. the closest. at six and three. Yeah, they're going to fall apart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that last game was it. <laughs> 
You have a three-game lead with eight games left, and you think you're going to hold it? How many games oh, yeah. do the Patriots play head-to-head still? So, what, what? Bills and the Patriots, they have one more game. One more game to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this week they have a bye, right? So, if anything, Miami's got a chance because they're playing the Broncos to tie, right? To get up oh, there. Okay. But the tie break is still held by Buffalo. So, the week after, Buffalo's got the Chargers. No problems. We'll get through them, right? Then the week after that, Buffalo's got the 49ers. No problems. We'll get through them. The week after that, who do where the Buffalo? That, where is that San Francisco game at? Where is it at? Yeah. Well, it's in San Francisco. I don't care. Okay. I don't, don't care. care. Don't no. Care about has no, no impact, huh? Your Niners, your Niners stink. They stink. Yeah, they're not my Niners. I don't oh, like that's them. right. That's right. They're not your Niners. Your NFC West stinks. Then we got the Steelers. That's that's a tough game. <laughs> no joke. That's a tough game. Yeah. <laughs> then after that, man, it's pretty it's pretty smooth sailing for Buffalo. We got the Patriots. I mean that that's a win. That's a win. He just apologizes. <laughs> this is all you need to know. Last week, uh, I don't know if you were paying attention to the Buffalo Arizona game. But the Buffalo Bills were up two touchdowns at halftime. And Sean texted me and he was like, yo, we got this thing in the bag. And then immediately, <laughs> like, shit, maybe that was too early. And then it all fell you apart. You cursed him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you cursed him, Sean. I did. I, so this is what I've learned. If I say anything haughty about my team a little too early, something really terrible happens. It, it's, it has happened every time. I got I got a buddy of mine who is from Lowell, Massachusetts, who's everything Boston fan. Yeah. And we had the Leafs, the Leafs against Boston. This is in 2013. And uh, I've talked about this at nauseum. I don't want to go through the whole entire thing because it hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> but that's that's Boston's coming back from a four-goal deficit to win game seven of that series to go on to the next round. And I remember texting him very clearly in the top of the third going, Ha ha ha, we beat you. Because we had a four goal lead going into the third. Done. We're out. We're gone. I was like, no, I shouldn't have done that. I'm very <laughs> weary to say anything when I do say something. I don't, don't want to brag. I don't want to brag because something bad happens every time I say, I, I open my mouth and it's like I've just opened the floodgates. I've opened Pandora's box for that team. It's about to be dis- destroyed, dismantled, Goodness. upsetting. You don't learn. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you if you pay attention to Sean, he's not wearing any sports gear today. He's got a half naked George St. Pierre picture in the background. <laughs> George is right there. No at all. It's my shrine to George St. Pierre. So. Good gracious! <laughs> you follow you follow the MMA at all? Are you a UFC guy or MMA? Big time, yeah, yeah. big time MMA. Love it. George St. Pierre is the pound for pound goat of all time. Pound for pound goat, man. Listen, I am I'm a John Jones fan all the way. Man, I like all pound for pound. Look at us us bonding over Patriots quarterbacks and UFC fighters. Listen, man. (laughs) I I recognize the greatest (laughs) this guy to accomplish what he's accomplished in such little time for somebody who didn't grow up with mixed martial arts. Doing so much drugs. He he has it, man. I think that him doing drugs is a detriment to everybody else. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> I would have quit if I was dating wrong high. I didn't yeah. prove my point. <laughs> you got beat by somebody who was high. That's crazy. 
Insane. Three days before he was going to fight, he went out and had a bender and still came in and whipped your ass like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that uh, Namaga Madoff has definitely made his argument there. I mean, unfortunately, he's not going to be able to make any more arguments. He just said he's retired. He's that kind of guy, I believe. Yeah. When he says he's retired, he's probably retired. Uh, he's not I really Conor, want... right? He's definitely not Conor McGregor. No, he's not not with the fake retirements there. <laughs> he's not Brett Favre. It's <laughs> <laughs> <a> promo. Oh. <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's like John Jones has been complaining now that he's not number one right now, right? So is Nurmagomedov. made of. I still think that in the same breath, you could still say that George St. Pierre is still a viable person. I still say he's only 40. He's only 40. He can still oh. come back. Only. You can still come back, but is he going to dominate? That's the question. Not at 40. I don't think so. 40 <laughs> is that, that year where start things just, it's it's not cool anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Most, of us. yeah. most of us. Tom Brady's the exception at some point, right? <sighs> Absolutely. I don't even understand that. Tom Brady and soon to be LeBron because isn't LeBron turning the corner to like 36, 37? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. turning the corner. Yeah, he's 37 now. Yeah, and he's a freak. He's a freak as well. I mean, yeah, a freakish yeah. athlete. I think that I mean, you're seeing those are the guys that are willing to spend the time and the money on uh, care. You know what I mean? Like that's their budget. Russell Wilson's the same way, right? And I would argue Tom Brady and LeBron are probably in that million dollar range of what they spend yearly on. Yeah, here outside of what they get from their teams. It's the longevity. Like guys, you're watching it. You know, we've talked before, you know, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are kind of going to be, you know, what Peyton and Tom were for a while, right? Being older quarterbacks now, over 40. And Drew can't hold up. Drew's, he's having these weird freak things happen to him. His body's just breaking down. Well, you got to collapse long. He's, but, he's, but he's out in the sidelines. Remember last year with the thumb? He hit his thumb on the helmet and snapped it. And he was out for six weeks. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that, that reminded me of Warren Moon back in the 90s, right? When he did oh, the wow. exact same thing. It was just yeah. like unbelievable. In late 30s, you know, early 40s window. And if you haven't been progressively taking care of yourself, you know, for a decade already, that clip yep. is. I think Tom plays another two or three years, to be honest with you. That's scary to even think that. The only other guy I know to play like that was Chris Chelios playing to like 46 and still being pretty good. So defenseman, he, well, he was a defenseman. He got to play. And as a defenseman, you could play a little bit differently. You could change your game around a little bit, block some more shots. I don't know why you'd ever, man, that's the thing about playoff hockey, any hockey. Now you have to be blocking shots. They teach you how to block shots. It's, it doesn't Would look. Would you rather get hit by a pitch or hit by a puck? I'll get hit by a pitch any day. I don't want to get hit by a puck. I don't want to get hit by a puck. That's no. Get hit by a puck, though, man. Oh, are you kidding? Look at look. That sounds like a future podcast right there. I, don't I know. know. <laughs> Would you like to get hit by? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> we do these little one-on-one questions usually at the end. That's gonna be one of the questions. The last week, it was, would you rather get tackled by Khalil Mack or, or tackled Derrick Henry? <laughs> yeah, what would you rather? Actually, you know what? That's a great question for you, though, Roberto. What would you rather do? Get ta- tackled by Khalil Mack or pushed over, run over by Derrick Henry? I'll run over. Would you rather try to tackle oh. Derrick Henry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tackle Derrick Henry. <laughs> or get hit by Khalil Mack. Which one? Which What's the move? Either way, I don't know if you guys see these little bony arms. and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, man, I think I'm going with Khalil Mack. Yeah. 
That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah, both you guys. Wow. Yeah. I went with. Uh, Listen, I, I went can't with... go home to my kids if Derek Henry treats me like that. You saw what happened, Josh. Norman. Absolutely not. No. You can't go home like that. <laughs> you can't you even talk Josh to your kids no more. No, no respect. Don't There's no respect. respect. You lost it all. <laughs> See, Cleo Mack, I'm just going to get all bunched up and just let him hit me and ride it down. I'll be okay. But... Yep. <laughs> killing me boys <laughs> that's just the truth mm. I'm, on the, I'm on the second beer already this is crazy I am, I am too and so yeah. this pacemaker goes down so clean <sighs> oh man this is my man. second one by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drink one before I started <laughs> I knocked the edge off yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so I did want to ask you Noberto and I'm glad you, you know what? I'm glad I asked you beforehand because you actually shed some light that you knew it. How do you feel about your name being synonymous with a serial killer? Listen, uh, <laughs> I, I think I found this out maybe in my high school days or a little bit after, you know, uh, whenever Google really became popular. Yeah. I was like, well, let me see what's out there about me. And <laughs> what I found was shocking. I, I, I took this to my dad. I'm like, is this family? Who is this? Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. But yeah, this Florida serial killer um, has definitely extended my background checks when I do go into new jobs. <laughs> so oh, usually the two or three day traditional background check turns into six, seven days because they have to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, the was going to be if your parents, I'm not that they would name you after Zucker, but if they were aware of it at all, they just thought, ah, it wouldn't be. Because, you know, when you not at it, all, not at all, right? like background checks weren't really a thing. No, absolutely not. Background checks, Google wasn't even around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no. And, you know, back, I, I think this all happened after I was born. I was born in 84. So oh, this yeah. all happened, I think, in the late 90s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, this is not something I want my name attached to, unfortunately. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, to bring it up. I was just like, I remember hey, looking no. through, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a second, who are we interviewing? You were doing some research. <laughs> I'm doing some research. <laughs> God, I have the FBI knocking on my door. Thanks a lot, Sean. Just send it up to Sean. Just tell him it's a Canadian. They'll just it's a, some Canadian man. I don't understand. He was all worried about something. <laughs> Talking about something about hockey, and he said he had to get to his roof. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> got a Davenport on his roof. Davenport in my roof. I'd like to watch the TV there, eh? Yeah. <laughs> right above his garage. Right above the garage. Yeah. And then we get to sit there and look at the creek. We're going to go fishing <laughs> there, boys. Yes. <laughs> I got my Newfoundlander friends there. They're gonna be going out there fishing bice. It's gonna be all good. <laughs> oh, Ray Day, Ray Day, <laughs> and sociable. There we go. Every Canadian thing on the East Coast I've discovered. All right, perfect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was all of it, huh? I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more, but nobody wants to hear me sing Eyes of Isa. So, <laughs> well, you know, not this week. Not this week. Hey, my my Newfoundlander buddy's there. Isa buys a builds a boat, right? There we go. You know, <laughs> sociable to my Haligonians. Is that the uh, is that the Queen's English you're speaking there? Oh no, that's completely Newfoundland English. <laughs> that's Newfoundese. <laughs> Newfoundlanders are the most friendliest people you'll ever meet. They you are. just can't understand a word coming out of their mouth. <laughs> that's why they're so nice. 
<laughs> God knows what they're saying. <laughs> so I'm in the Navy, and I remember my first exposure. I've seen Newfoundlanders before, but they've already been tainted, I guess, by being on the mainland for so long that you can understand them. So this is the first one I ever met that was just like never met the mainland. It was in Nova Scotia. And uh, he was a bosun, and he was teaching me how to tie lines off on the bollards. So like how to keep the ship onto the jetty. So he's there, and he's like, you take the line nearby, and then you put it on there. Hey, 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 you're going to be good. I'm there. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I said, you take the line there by. What are you saying? I'm saying I'm going to take my fist and I'm going to put it in your face. I go, I understood that. <laughs> I understood <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, my wife's family is from there. And I remember that one of her uncles came down and uh, all through dinner, like I could catch every third <laughs> word. Like man, but the drunker he got, the easier it was. Easier. I got to understand him. So, <laughs> salt of salt. the earth. <laughs> They're the salt of the earth. Yeah, I'm about three months away from buying a house and just moving up there. To be honest with you. Nice. Yeah, I don't think you could. You're gonna like the taxes, though, man. <laughs> we'll like the taxes up here. Yeah, I just want the freedom. Yeah. I walk around, I lock my house at night, you know. Well, that's true. You <laughs> can do all those things. <laughs> all right. So, are you watching UFC 255 this week, Roberto? I saw the promotion pop up, and I'll be honest with you, Sean, I, I haven't I haven't been so much into sports because TikTok has been consuming 85, 90% of my time. And I'll have sports sometimes on when I'm on live. Mm. Um, it, it's become demanding um, where people are just in my inbox, just asking me to go live, asking me to go live, asking me to go live. Um, and it's this is the first year that I didn't get to enjoy every single game of the NBA finals. Mm. Um, I tried to watch the finals during one of my lives and I just had to disconnect the live because it was just so much going on and the yeah. game was exciting. And I'm like, you know what, guys, um, I threw out and you know, for whoever's watching this, I'm sorry, but I threw out some lame excuse that I had to go because <laughs> I wanted to watch the finals. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a first year where I haven't been, uh, you know, watching too many sporting events because of, you know, TikTok. Um, but I'll tell you what, the moment John Jones is fighting, I'm dropping everything. I'm disconnecting. I got to watch. I got to watch the go. But yeah. yeah. Other than that, yeah. It's, it's been hard for you to, to uh, put a premium on your time. Uh, as, you has. Your, as you try to grow your brand a little bit? It has. Um, I, I think, you know, the, the first two or three months, um, I fell into just a, a, a hold to, you know, where I was just like, I, I, I didn't have everything figured out. I was suffering at work. I was suffering, you know, in my personal life, my family life, to where I'm like, okay, you know what? I got to set some boundaries here because I was legit going live for five, six hours a day. Yeah. And, you know, that that was the little bit of time I had left to spend with my family, to do my stuff, to clean around the house. And, um, you know, it, it took some time in, into setting a schedule for myself and, and, you know, adding structure to my life because it, it was just out of control. You know, this whole TikTok got out of hand very quickly. I didn't think I was going to blow up that quick. 
I didn't think I was going to go viral that quick. And um, it took some time to figure out, but I, I think I have it where it's very well balanced. I'm going live like one hour a day now, um, despite the demand and all that. But yeah, it, it took some time to get adjusted to that. Yeah. Are you still writing skits? How many skits are you put on a week? Um, I'm doing maybe 20 to 30 skits a week. Some of those are, are you know, are the duet reactions. Um, there are other times that, you know, on my days off, Sundays is the only day I don't go live. So Sundays I'm creating skits and leaving them in my drafts so where I can post them throughout the week. Um, and I save like maybe, yeah, maybe 15, idea. 20 skits in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have you have some good ones there for sure. Like uh, I like the teenagers arguing back with the parents. It's like... Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of relatable stuff that you know people can just like, oh my god, this happens to me, or that happens to me, or I or I go through that. You know, I I know I, I had the uh, the one with the uh, the kids at the uh, grocery store. I, I think you know at one time or another we've all looked away for one second and our kids disappear on us. So, you know, that was one yeah, that a lot I, of people I were purpose. coming up. That's how I get my kids to stay close to me. I let them walk off, and then I just, like, look around the corner, and I wait for them to realize they're by themselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I let them freak out for a minute, and then I grab them. I'm like, that's what happens. You can't walk off. It's not my job to watch you. <laughs> Man. I'll, write a book, I'll write a parenting book one day. Let's see if my kids turn on right, and then I'm going to write a book. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be a how-to or a how-not-to? I haven't decided yet. The jury's still either out. way, it'll be a success. <laughs> so, like now, when you look at it, are you thinking about this is gonna become more of a full-time thing then on TikTok, or is it not there at that moment yet? It's not there yet, and I think there's a, a few pieces missing to that. Um, you know, I I've started little by little investing time in, in building that brand a little more. Um, so where now I'm, you know, I maybe two weeks ago, I started selling merchandise. I created a website um, that has a li- lot of different portals to where people can connect with me through other social media uh, platforms. Um, and I, I, I just, put your website out there. People can watch. They can go and check you out. Uh, the yo, I'm kind of funny.com. Cool. So I, I'm doing that. And I just started, you know, going into the whole, the bigger platform to me, which is YouTube. So, you know, a lot of people have been suggesting getting YouTube, start making longer videos. Right. Um, so that that's something I'm, I'm starting to, you know, figure out a little by little because yeah. the YouTube to me, it's new. Not watching it because I've always watched YouTube. I've always subscribed to people, but the creating my own content, editing and all that, um, that's one piece that, you know, I, I'm starting to finally dive into and figure out so I can, you know, push some more content out there. It's, it's amazing to me because like to get your point or your comedy across within 30 seconds, cause that's what it seems like a lot of people's attention spans really is down to is like yep. 15 to 20 seconds. I try to get something effective out in, in that amount of time. I always think it's impressive that you can get a snicker or any sort of a, a heartstring, whatever, you know, you're pulling on emotion. That's because you're, that? you're not funny. <laughs> I'm just funny wow. looking. <laughs> That'll get you viral too. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's some good behind the scenes stuff that I uh, yeah, that we won't share with most people, but it's uh, Sean 
uh, singing from his porch, uh, shirt on, it would go like to the top, top level. But it's, you know. you know, sometimes the behind the scenes and the blooper reels go bigger sometimes. Yeah, I get it. I was really drunk. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> shirt on. That definitely might go viral. Without a shirt on, absolutely just, just laughing oh, and just saying whatever I'm saying. I'm like, oh my god! But it's not on brand. It was good. It was this. Yeah, it's not on brand. So. Okay. <laughs> it was just for Brad's eyes only. I don't even know why he brought this up. <laughs> I just like to be a tease. I've been known to be a tease in my life. I just, you know, just like the lob stuff over the top. You're not James Bond, buddy. It's not for you. James Bond is a tease. James Bond is not a tease, man. No, he's not. He's not a tease. He's a serious man that would never have said anything. Like that. I said it's for your eyes only. Okay. Well, you didn't. Your wife didn't say what you said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> who's the greatest James Bond of all time? Is it Sean Connery? Wow. I, Are you actually thinking about this, Noberto? You know what? In my in my defense, I started getting to the um, James Bond field towards the Craig. The um, what's his name? Um, Daniel Craig. Craig. Daniel Craig, and his style, his technique. You know, because I worked at law firms, because I worked, you know, where I had to suit up for clients and all that. I would go into our local K and Gs or Burlington Colts and say, "I want my suit to look like James Bond," and they would say, "Who? Sean Connery?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 Daniel Craig." And I'd show him pictures like, look at this guy wears suits like a glove. His swag. Yeah. That's tailored ability. That's what it is. But Daniel Absolutely. Craig, I think, is the That's only guy. That's how I guy. felt like I made it. Uh, in yeah. Life. First time I got a suit tailored. It's the greatest feeling, isn't it? It, it is. It's it the is. greatest feeling. Yeah. It is. It's not like uh, Joey and Friends, though. <laughs> Your tailors. Oh, there. my goodness. <laughs> 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 how they measure suits. <laughs> What do you mean that's not normal? <laughs> uh, I, only go, I, only, yeah, I only go to female tailors because of that scene, you know? That? <laughs> Don't worry, it's completely normal. <laughs> that's what researchers say when they get caught. That's what researchers say? That's right. <laughs> Just doing some research here. Jesus. It's for National Geographic. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh. <laughs> Seriously, though, I'll think to myself, though, I hear what you say, Daniel Craig. But Daniel Craig, I swear, modeled himself after Connery because Connery just had it, man. I mean, you just. I think he did. Everyone tried to. Yeah. Money Penny. They were so successful. Miss Money Penny. (laughs) Porsche. (laughs) The names, man. (laughs) What was that, Pussy Galore? (laughs) You can't get away with that stuff now, right? <laughs> like, oh, hell no. She's driving the plane. <laughs> Porsche galore. We're going to cancel our Zoom meeting in a second because somebody's listening. They're like, that's not going to, that doesn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. In the 60s, they'd be, they were saying that. It was the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I wasn't sensitive people back there. Back no. Then. <laughs> Daniel Craig it is then for me it's Connery I'll always be Connery I was named after Connery he is you know and Daniel Craig's a close second I told you that Brad Daniel Craig's a close second I know I just wanted to I just want to hear it again 
Yeah. More so than Roger Moore. I mean. uh, have you heard uh, Sean's uh, experience meeting Sean Connery? No, not at all. Sean, go ahead and tell the story again. I'll tell the story one more time here because uh, it's it's pretty funny. So, uh, you know, I was uh, this is 93, so I was 22, chasing a girl over in Scotland. Um, didn't pan out. The girl didn't pan out. So I'm staying in this hostel, right? So I wasn't doing research either. Okay, so I was, I was staying at this <laughs> staying at this hostel over there in Scotland because it was the only thing I could really afford when I was flying over there. And uh, I was asking one of the guys there. This is in Glasgow. I was asking one of the guys that was running the uh, hostel there to say, like, "What's there fun to do out here in Glasgow?" He goes, "Well, Sean Connery owns a pub downtown. Every now and then." He ends up just being there. If you go down there, it might be that time. So I go down there, and sure enough, there's a lineup at this pub. So I'm there. He must be here. So I stand in this lineup for a good two hours. And all these things are going through my head. Like, you're the greatest Bond ever. Loved you in The Untouchables. You're such a fantastic actor. I, I just completely epitomize you as what manhood should be. You know what I mean? And here I am. And the first thing to come out of my mouth as soon as I'm shaking his hands my name's Sean too. Oh, <laughs> and he God. just looks at me and he goes, that's nice lad. Okay. I can't talk anymore. I can't talk anymore. He thinks, I, he thinks I'm completely a goofball now. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> Let's walk away it. from Sean Connery. Just going, that's nice lad. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blue it. Completely. <laughs> My name's Sean, too. Starstruck. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how it works sometimes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to real sports here besides a little UFC and everything like that. We have week. Talk a little bit of NFL, a little bit of UFC. That's kind of how it's been. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week there. I got to be kind of funny, though, Numberto. Curtis Blades against uh, the Black Beast there, Derek Lewis, as the main, of, main event card. Yeah. Anybody who comes out there, takes off a short, says my balls are hot. I'm going to be watching you for a little bit. Like yeah. After. yeah. <laughs> you hyped it up. <laughs> you guys yeah, sell merch like crazy. I'm one more fight away from buying that shirt. I, just, I don't know about wearing a shirt that says my balls are hot with another dude's face on it, but, <laughs> but I'm close. I'll tell you, I'm close. <laughs> I haven't done it yeah, yet but either, but it's true. Close. One more good win. Could be worse. You could have a steamer shirt on. Uh, you could. You could be wearing right across your chest. <laughs> right there. <laughs> but uh to me, to me, I'm thinking to myself, that one and January 23rd when Conor McGregor fights Dustin Poirier too. That's a great fight coming up there as well. Uh thank you, Dana White, for keeping us all entertained during COVID. It was awesome. When nobody yeah. else was doing anything, he was the only guy doing stuff. That was absolutely awesome. Absolutely. Um, I'm glad to see now the sports are starting to look at this more, I guess, scientifically in order to try to make this work in this environment. Uh, it's kind of sad that Canadian sports all around, like anything that has to do with going into the U.S., we only have so many teams, right? So the very fact that the Toronto Raptors – the coaches and the players are all happy they're going to be in Tampa. They could have went to Buffalo, but we'll be happier in Tampa. Are you in Tampa? <laughs> yeah, 
No, I understand why they went to Tampa. <laughs> you do? I don't. It's beautiful in Tampa. It's beautiful in Tampa. It's better than Buffalo. I mean, I love Buffalo. I'm it's used to I'm Toronto. used to that weather. I'm used to that weather. Yeah. No, Bruno's used to that weather. Brad, you would you would die. <laughs> Yeah. Out there on the West Coast. I have choices. I don't live out there because I have to shoot out there. <laughs> I'm until it breaks off from a giant earthquake and we all float away. That's just the way we're going to be. I mean, Tampa's a high, high place to be. Look at Tom Brady. That's where he went. So I think there's a section of Tampa that's cool, but I feel like as a whole. But, it's a great move for them, but here we are. Like you know, at least we could at least sneak down from the border and go to Buffalo. Tampa's a harder, it's a harder sell now. It's like I got to go through a few states. <laughs> now, does Toronto still root for the Raptors, despite they're the Tampa Raptors? <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're, right. <laughs> well, it's like I was telling Brad earlier. Like uh, Tampa, who went to the World Series this year, apparently last season, if we had a whole season and it wasn't there was no COVID. Half their games would have been played in Montreal because their fan attendance was terrible. So half their games are going to be played in Montreal. And here they are in the World Series. I'm like, you don't deserve to be in the World Series. Your fans don't right. even know what the hell is going on. Yeah, all of a sudden, title town. So yeah, yeah. They all of a sudden they're title town. That's right. right. <laughs> you got a Stanley Cup. Hold <laughs> off, boys. Hold off. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Brady, Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and. Uh... Oh my gosh. No, Berta, you got to hear what Brad thinks why Tom Brady signed with Tampa Bay. Oh, geez. <laughs> because uh, uh, I don't know if you watch the World Series at all, but they have those Tampa Bay hats that say TB on them. And I just yeah. feel like Tom Brady just felt like that was his brand. And so. Uh, <laughs> it's not too far. I mean, that is his, technically his brand. He's not far off. <laughs> you haven't seen a lot of the TB12 hats. You just see some Tampa Bay hats. I feel like he just felt like that was a better move for him marketing wise. Smart. It's smart. Just, just Already watch. got his initials. They win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they win the Super Bowl. He's gonna brand it. He'll like try a trademark it or something. Absolutely. Shit. <laughs> That's my initials. It's like Kyler Murray trying to. Do, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw Tyler. Uh, Kyler Murray is trying to uh, get a uh, a copyright on uh, Hail Murray. From that one pass? Are you kidding me right well, now? Listen, really? was, Are you no, kidding could, me right now? He couldn't see where he was throwing the ball. I don't think he's the first in history, though. I, he's not. He's not. It's a terrible pitch. Like, come on, man. I'm just saying, like, you know. He was. That's, just, <laughs> that's just lame. Yeah. You just feel like they're going to beat your team. You just had to of watch it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, it is terrible. <laughs> they beat my team. So I don't know. Listen, listen. So I remember you going on about like, you know, we're going to be at least 10 and something. They're winning 11 games. And, you know, now now I'm starting to look at them. They're going, okay, Seahawks are definitely making postseason. Buffalo is definitely making postseason. Well. Um, you? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> remember what happens every time you open your mouth. Uh, a wild card. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> a wild card. Right now, there's going to be a team. It's going to be the first time ever going in at six and ten. I, that's that's my prediction on the NFC East. Oh, that's generous. Six and ten. Yeah, it, it's so disgusting over there. Washington got a chance still, and Alex Smith. I like Alex Smith. 
Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I have a hard time uh, in fantasy. I drafted uh, running backs and receivers early, so I ended up with Matt Stafford as my quarterback. Tough. It's very tough. Yeah. Uh, winning, but it's still, you know, not great. Um, seven and three. Um, however, uh, I just picked up Alex Smith this morning because I'm just not confident. So, and I hate Alex Smith. I feel like Alex Smith can't throw, hit us ball 20 yards. <laughs> I think Alex the Bengals. He's better than Matthew Stafford. Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. He's better than Matthew Stafford. Trying to win. Yeah. Trying to win. Hey, Andy Dalton's back, looks like. Man, Andy Dalton, uh, the Red Rifle is like the worst name that I can come up with because I always want to call him the Red Rocket. I know that's flattering. <laughs> the Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> All I keep thinking about is a dog. Yes. Why would you why would you say the red rifle even? You know, it's like well, it's because you have uh, red hair. How about the soulless one? He's the soulless one. Oh man. <laughs> is that too much? I went too far. <laughs> bridge too far. <laughs> you guys are killing me here. I have a few ginger fans on TikTok, man. <laughs> <laughs> And Ginger's in my family. My nephew's asleep in my guest room right now. He's as ginger as a gift. <laughs> you know, gingers are great. I love them. I don't trust them, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, I've been um, I've been worried this week. I've been worried this week because, like, ever since you said that, there, Brad, about Tua, he's going to be starting week seven. You were right. Tua, he's going to win this job. He's going to make everybody forget about Ryan Fitzpatrick. You were right. And that Tua's got a chance to actually take number one in the AFC East. Yeah. It's scary stuff to think about this. Well, it's because you're scarred for me a Buffalo Bill and Cleveland Brown fan for your entire life. Yeah. Have some confidence. <laughs> it's hard, man. <laughs> I know, because they're going to lose, right? Buffalo's going to give it up. We all know that. That's just the remedy. Absolutely. Everyone knows that. Jeez, boys. <laughs> you can't listen. I, I think I feel like I've been clear about how I feel about Bill Belichick. I don't, oh, I'm not man. a giant fan of Bill Belichick. I will not bet against Bill Belichick. I've said this yeah. the entire time. There's nothing about him. Like, he's going to win. I feel the same about Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban's a snake. Excuse me. And it goes back to how he handled his exit from the Miami Dolphins to go to be Alabama. It was a good right. move. He lied about it, and I feel like that's a snaky-ass thing to do. I feel like Bill Belichick's got away with some shit. But no, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Whole, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying theory. And that, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but you can't go against him. He's got the rings, man. And listen, he I'll does. tell you this. Like I saw this uh, the last offseason, I think, right before COVID uh, all happened and Gronk had that party in Miami. Are you familiar with this party in Miami? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Belichick shows up and he's got a couple rings on. And I was like, man, Belichick's a real one. Like that old ass man rolling in there in a Hawaiian shirt with his rings on at that party. I was like, God, man, I wish I could like Bill Belichick. <laughs> but there it is. You can't bet against him. Yeah, you no. can't. You can't. I mean, he took Cam Newton and uh, Cam Newton, who had no practice, no snaps, no nothing, and 
they won two in a row now. Now they're like what four and six? Is it four and four six? six. Yeah. No off season. They've had so no many off season play because of COVID. They had to get some continuity, and now they've got it and they're rolling. Yeah, and plus on top of that, six six defensive backs. I don't know how many other people that opted out there due to COVID. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's a horrible start. Like start. 10, I feel like it was ten productive defensive players opted out. I think absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but to me, I mean, uh, I was I was very terrified of that. But uh, not so much now. I mean, we beat them. I mean, uh, actually, no. Well, they they, they beat themselves. Little, they beat themselves. Make a friendly little wager on if uh, New England beats the Bills in the AFC. All right. What's the wager? I don't know. What is it? Are you willing to give up push-ups? I'll do push-ups. How many push-ups? I'll do fifty. Fifty. Oh. Yeah. You're in shape, huh? Uh, I instructed basic training, so I had to do this for all these guys there. So, all right, we on? We be on. All right, will you come back if, uh, after this? I mean, they're playing. They're playing in a few weeks. There, Norberto, will you come back yeah. and count the push-ups? Absolutely. <laughs> this Absolutely sounds good. This in. sounds good. Counting push-ups. All right. He already knows he has to do them. He's like, "Will you be back to count the push-ups?" He already knows. <laughs> oh no, because Brad's gonna have to do fifty if they if they if uh, <laughs> Buffalo wins. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna actually start doing push-ups though, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done so. What I used to do to these kids, right? Because you know, you get nineteen-year-olds now. Nineteen-year-olds aren't the same as nineteen-year-olds back 15, 20 years ago, right? So they're all they're playing the yeah. video games and everything right so 15 push-ups is is a lot right so you try to get them to do 15 and go tomorrow you're going to do 16 right so i try to show them it's like you do pyramid push-ups you know and yeah. they're going what what the hell is that right so i showed them and then i said you could do 20 push-ups or you could do seven of mine they go, i'll do seven of yours but they have no idea that it's pyramids so it's like one one two one two three one two three four oh, one two three four five you know so they end up doing you know way more than 20. <laughs> that's a devious well trick well it is but that's what you do and then you know and then that's when you're the old guy doing these push-ups and you look at them and go you know you're half my age what are you doing <laughs> have strong thumbs strong thumbs <laughs> I will never play them at thumb wrestling. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> right. That should be your move. You should start having to do push-ups on their thumbs. <laughs> oh, now I'm nervous, Noberto. You're going to be coming back to count, you know, the official counter. Can't wait for this. You yeah. know, it's going to be hard for you because you can't keep the pen right up my nose, right? So it's just like how far I can go breaking 90 and then have the pen in my nose. <laughs> oh, no, no. We'll, we'll figure out something. Yeah. <laughs> a little block down there or something. You got to touch it with your nose. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Or you, Brad. Or you. No, I'm not really worried. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm betting on Bill Belichick, not against him. I'm not really yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, what I was about to say is that New England, I mean, Buffalo didn't necessarily win as much as New England lost because he did fumble that ball on the yeah. three-yard line that Cam Newton, so it was just, like, terrible. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Another one of those so many good breaks. Going to get yeah. so many good breaks. We'll see. What do you think about week 11 here? What are you thinking? 
Man, uh, to be honest, as an NFL fan, I'm excited. But some of that's because my team already played, so I can just watch football all day on Sunday. Well, absolutely. I mean, every single one of these games have playoff implications. Every single well, one. Every single one of them, most of them. Yeah. I would say every single one, except for the Steelers and Jaguars. Every single one of them have playoff implications. Lions, Panthers. Okay, okay, except for that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I stay corrected. Jets you gonna Chargers. find another one? Which Jets one? Chargers. Jets Chargers. The Jets? Yeah, okay. The Jets right. and the Chargers is uh, is a is a race to the top draft pick, is what that is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 0 and 9 versus 2 and 7 team, and the Chargers are giving up nine and a half points. Like that's how terrible that game is. They're two and seven, and they're they've got a nine and a half point give. But you're, you're like you have yeah. So Lions Panthers, we know that, right? Uh, Patriots Texans. I mean, Patriots got to win to keep pace. Texans season's over. It's over. Yeah. Like In that division, it's over. They they're not going anywhere. Titans and the Ravens. Both those guys have to get in the winning record. They both lost last week. Well, I mean, the Ravens have to keep pace with Pittsburgh, and then just hope they stumble a little bit, right? I and mean, that's and the Browns. Yeah. Who would ever thought that they have to keep pace with the Browns? <laughs> Right, Browns well, the, Browns, the, the Browns are playing the three, five, and one Eagles. So they've got that's exactly hands. it. Browns can win that game even yeah. without Miles the Garrett. Browns should win that game. It's at home. It's in but Cleveland. they don't have Miles Garrett. They don't have their best player. Is Miles Garrett their best player? Oh yeah, he's yeah by far, by far. Is he? Yeah, by far. Sure? by far, by far, by far, by far, by far. He's about to win. Like he was on pace to win Defensive Player of the Year by oh, far. You're fucking delusional. Are you? Serious? No, I'm not. By far, he's their best player. No, By that's far. fine. I, okay, I'll I, I, well, I'll see. You Are you going to tell me Baker Mayfield? No. OBJ? No. I think it's, no. Nick, Chubb. I think it's Nick Chubb. But Nick uh, Chubb was missing three, four weeks there. Yeah. No, no, and what no. was their record? What was the record when he was out? They've only lost three games. Yeah, and all and two of them with with was with Nick Chubb in the lineup. No. Yes. You can't be serious. (laughs) I am certain. Hold on. That's fine. Let's go back to this whole (laughs) year thing. Do you think Miles Garrett's on on pace to be defensive player of the year? Absolutely. Look how many sacks he has. Now, Aaron Donald is, of course, outpacing him. I'm not saying that Aaron Donald isn't the clear favorite and the clear leader. But, yes, Miles Garrett was having that much of a season. He was having that much of an impact. You had to look at that Dallas game when he stripped sack Dak Prescott. That was unbelievable. He sacked him twice. He had sacks. Not going to convince me. Oh, for crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's soft. Miles Garrett is soft. Just because he's a big man child doesn't mean he's soft. <laughs> if if a kid named Mason can get underneath your skin where you lose your mind and almost <laughs> wow in the end zone. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. Think about you have to go home and explain to your parents that you got into a fight at school because a kid named Mason said something to you that Mason you kicked him in the balls, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that would irritate me. That would irritate me. He kicked him in the balls because he had his no his fingers in his nose and his mouth. Because the legend said something. That's fine. That's fine. Whatever. He's soft. <laughs> Whatever. He's soft. Whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, so I yeah. Would, yeah, man, that's, that's fine. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. So we got Falcons and the Saints. No Drew Brees. 
Jameis Winston's not even charged starting this game. They went oh, right beyond Jameis Winston and they went to the other guy. <laughs> is Taysom Hill on a short leash, do you think? Of course he is. You got a guy. Well, here's the thing. The story is not Taysom Hill. The story is Jameis Winston who has NFL background. NFL playing on Tampa. 30 touchdowns last season with 30 interceptions. But 30 touchdowns last season and you're not going to him. <laughs> You're just like, no, no. I, I can't shake the feeling that, because Sean Payton's just a, he's a different person. Yeah. Uh, crafty head coach. And it wouldn't 100% surprise because they haven't like officially named Taysom Hill the star. They just gave him all the starting reps, right? No, oh, they named him this, this morning. He's a starter. Yeah, it still wouldn't surprise me if Jameis goes in and that Sean Payton was going to just have them prepare for Taysom Hill and then just last minute throw in Jameis Winston. It's because a possibility. You have to, to do a lot of extra work if you're Atlanta if it's Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah. You have the, they're going to run the wing tee, which we haven't seen in since how long? <laughs> Sean Payton is a Bill Parcel, Bill Parcells disciple. He is. He is. It just won't surprise me if we see Jameis play a big chunk of this game. Man, Bengals, Washington. He's going to turn it over. Bengals, Washington. Washington has to win. Fascinating game, right? Because the Bengals have been in a lot of games and Washington's Mm -hmm. been in a lot of games. Like it's Mm going to be competitive. Joey Burrows is having a great season. Um, Even though the Bengals stink, it's not him. He's kept them in all the football games. Uh, They're just a couple of pieces away. What's that? It's their defense. Yeah, yeah. Their defense is sad. But I mean, you know, you got a chance with Washington, but Washington needs to win to keep pace, to keep in that run for a playoff position in the NFC East. It's like, yeah, Jets Chargers. To talk about the the LA Chargers are in a, a push for the first overall draft pick, and the yeah. Washington football team is in a playoff hunt, and they both have the same record. <laughs> they both have the same record. Isn't that crazy? And that's the worst part. If you make the postseason as a 6-10 and 10 team and you can't improve because now you're like way further down the draft. I, I watched the 7-9 uh, playoff team win a home playoff game in person. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, you're a Seahawks. Yeah, Beastquake. Beastquake. Remember that one there? Once you get to the postseason. This is back in 2010. I think it was a 2010-2011 season. So it was a 2011 uh, postseason. And it was New Orleans against Seattle. And wasn't it, it even in Seattle because they won their division? Oh, That's man. the worst part. So 7-9 Seattle. It's a, it's a terrible rule. I won't defend the rule. 7-9 <laughs> <but it's, laughs> Seattle is hosting 11 and five <laughs> New Orleans, and New Orleans loses because Marshawn Lynch had that huge eighty-yard touchdown, which was unbelievable, and just put Marshawn on the map. Uh, you have to go back. Have you seen it? Have you watched it? That run, the Beastquake run. They, it, it read, we call it Beastquake because it registered on the Richter scale in Seattle when he was running because it was like the wildest thing. Just type into YouTube. Just type in Beastquake and just watch Marshawn Lynch run if you're a football fan at all because. He touches every play, every defensive player that lined up on that play. He puts his hands on him at some point. Wow! And then the greatest Marshawn Marshawn Lynch is my favorite player of all time. Just I'll throw that out there. But he dives into the end zone as he just destroys the will of the other defense. 
jumps across the goal line and rolls over so they can all see his front and just grabs his balls like as he flies. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch it. Like I, I want to hear from you that, like how you feel about when you count Sean's push-ups in a couple weeks. Gotcha. <laughs> the first thing I want to hear about is what you think about the beast. <laughs> gotcha. Man, I want you to wear like an official hat there. Like I don't know, maybe a little sheriff's hat or something like that. Something just there. All right. <laughs> How about a Mount Me hat? Do you think you should wear a Mountie or a Mountie hat? Mountie hat? I would love I it. it. Oh my gosh. I think that's a funny joke, but you should wear like yes. a Mountie hat. Yeah. you coming on with a Mountie hat and you just there. Well, it's a for the Canadian thing, right? Like that's what matters. That's what you care about. Really? You really think I'm going to lose this? <laughs> confident guy. Roberto's like, he's nodding his head. Yeah, I'm yes. with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's there. He's like, yeah, you're going to lose this. Yeah, you are. So Push up city, buddy. <laughs> All right. So we talked about the Dolphins Broncos. We talked about the Jets Chargers. Cowboys Vikings. Cowboys got to win to keep going. Vikings actually look pretty good. Vikings. I think the Vikings have to win to keep going. Ah, Vikings season's over. Come on now. Who are you kidding? Yeah, it's over. Who else is is in the AFC North that's going to earn that AFC North? NFC North? Well, yeah, I got Green Bay and you got Chicago. Yes, there's Green Bay. I'm not, I wouldn't worry about Chicago, but Green Bay is somebody. You know, Chicago's what? Chicago's on a buy there too. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about Chicago. They're not gonna. And Green Bay and the Colts. That is that is yeah. that is the game. As That's far a, as I'm concerned, game to watch for sure. KC and the Raiders another great game, and the Man, Rams and the uh, Bucks. Did you, see, did you guys? Did you guys see all of the uh, offense that Andy Reid and the Chiefs took to? <laughs> I didn't realize it happened. I didn't hear about it when it happened, but apparently. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders took a victory lap around the stadium when they won. Oh, wow. Huh. Wow. Huh. And that was offensive to the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, I'm going to be curious to see how uh, they react to that. I think that it's a beatdown of of epic proportions coming. Oh, I think so, too. Because Patrick Mahomes, are you going to forget that? No, Mr. Mahomes is going to get five touchdowns. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) Man, I think so. I, I yeah. think that's thing. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you're far off from that. I don't. It's gonna be great, you know. Yeah. I'm I not. Like yeah, I got to cheer for my one other team there, Cleveland. It's a very easy easy week for me. And hope Cleveland, that Miami loses. Right? What's what that? are you gonna do? If, what are you gonna do if Philly beats you? I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna shed a tear. <laughs> Carson Wentz is so bad. Carson Wentz is terrible. I mean, Baker Mayfield, I still think he's better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is terrible. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So if if Baker loses to Carson, yeah, I'm going to shed a tear because that's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah, for me, it's the wide receiver battle, right? I mean, I think one of us could probably try out and make the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver squad. Really. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to call us, but we could show up. You know what I mean? We could show up. <laughs> Like that Mark Wahlberg movie, you know? What was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, looking for a, like a game be getting played in an empty lot somewhere. <laughs> Signing guys off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear the news that they moved Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard's gone. Yeah. yeah. Philadelphia uh, 76er now, eh? Yeah, one year deal. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was hilarious in, in true uh, Dwight being on brand, you know, tweeting out that he was, you know, purple and gold forever. And then <laughs> three days later, going to Philadelphia. That's unfortunate for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Like, that just feels really on brand for me for Dwight Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight Howard's a great player, but as a personality, man, he is, man, he's a Dennis Rodman without the tattoos and the hair color. <laughs> right. So he's, is he backing up? He's backing up Joel Embiid. Is that it? Yeah, take Joel's job. Yo, know, I would wow. say so. I I think Joel needs to go from the Seventy Sixers. I think that you have to either get rid of Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. I think you have to do one or the other. I wouldn't get rid of Ben Simmons. Then I get him rid of Ben. Yeah, I agree. I just I think one of those two has to go. Those two personalities do not match. Um, they're not complementary on the court. I think one of them has think- to go. If you had Jimmy Butler, I know we talked about this in ad nauseum there. Jimmy Butler and uh, Russ um, Ben Simmons on the team there. How different that 76ers organization would be looking right now instead of Joel Embiid, the crybaby. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers wouldn't be the head coach there. Yeah. Because they wouldn't cut that guy loose. Yeah. But that's just the thing. and Man, I got so much joy out of uh, You guys know that Seth Curry – uh, got traded to the Philadelphia 76ers on draft night. Yeah, I heard that. also know that Seth Curry is Doc Rivers' son-in-law. Yep, I did not know that. Man, wow. man, oh yeah, it's beautiful. The only way that's complete is if they trade for Austin Rivers and he's a part of the 76ers. And then you're like, you got some real family. Yeah. Got Austin and Seth lining up and Doc coaching, and then his mom's got orange slices at halftime and shit. It'll be <laughs> <laughs> baking cookies for the team. Yep, yep. Capri <laughs> Suns will win, you know. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so this actually is reminding me of a story here. Um, <laughs> Noberto, what's that? What's that place in Cleveland there that has uh, there's karaoke bars, bowling alleys, all in the same place? It's this one thing there, uh, the Punch Bowl, something or other, Punch Bowl Social. Yeah, yeah, downtown I Cleveland. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, so that is the Punch Bowl. So, anyways, uh, when Johnny Manziel. <laughs> What's your quarterback there? And, uh, well, I'm sorry. I say your quarterback. Your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. When you say, <laughs> I'm ready, you're, 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 yeah I know, right? I was like, wait, let me just correct myself. When he was your a quarterback. quarterback. The, yeah. He, he, he was a clear, we'll get into that afterwards. You he was say, a quarterback. My quarterback, Johnny Manziel. On two teams. <laughs> he was a quarterback there at Cleveland, right? And uh, my nephew was there going to the punch bowl social and noticed that, to- <laughs> that Johnny Manziel is coming out with his girlfriend all like this here, all drunk and everything, right? On a Saturday night, and they had a game in Cleveland on Sunday. <laughs> He's hey, uh, I feel like there's thousands of people that have that similar story. Yeah. I would have went right to the betting right there. Uh, yeah, Cleveland's losing oh, yeah. by a lot. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. So he showed up to Montreal then after that, right? So like his experiment in Cleveland was terrible. So he went to the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, well, originally he went to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and he was a backup there. Then they traded him to the Montreal Alouettes in the CFL to play. And uh, I was, I bought into the hype, man. I bought into the hype. I said I gotta go watch this game. I bought tickets, went to Montreal there, 
and uh, was watching the game, and I, I was this close to buying a Montreal Alouettes Johnny Manziel jersey. I was like, <laughs> I was looking at my buddy, and I'm there going, I'm thinking about buying this, but I think I know that they're 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 being sold out. You know what I mean? Like like they're going off the shelves. But I want to watch his first play. That's what I said. <laughs> I want to watch his first play. So I sit there. And his first play was a pick six. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, Johnny. Oh, I don't even know what he's doing now. Drinking. I read something. He's drinking. He's yeah, drinking. Sure. Somewhere in <laughs> Vegas, maybe. Oh, man. Like him, Ryan Leaf. Who else? Uh, <laughs> Brian Bosworth, they're all getting together. <laughs> Brian Bosworth is busy shooting commercials right now. So <laughs> they're all getting together, having a having a cold one. Bosworth, yeah, Bosworth's deal was never drinking. It was, you know, those Mexican pharmaceuticals that we all enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We always knew it was Boswell driver in sale because his license plate was pincushion. And so I was crazy. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, 100%. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty gullible up here. <laughs> yeah. well, I appreciate that you ask. I'll never lie to you if you ask. <laughs> oh, you know what I heard there, boys? <laughs> <laughs> right, be careful. That's what the internet's good for misinformation. You know what I heard, boys? Holy jeez. <laughs> Gotta be two from America. <laughs> so, so oh my gosh. I don't know why you try to put me on like that. I have things to say. <laughs> um, <clears throat> last game uh, is Tampa and the Rams. Yeah. Oh, That's a great game. It's a good matchup. It is. Think, you know, you think that Tampa Bay uh, couldn't get more than six rushes off against the Saints. What do you think they're going to do against O'Donnell and the Rams? Defense? So here's the thing. We know what the Rams defense is going to do. What is this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde offense going to do? Because the Bucs got a defense too. You still root for Tom Brady? Yeah, I'm a – well – I root for him. I, I just don't want Tampa Bay to win any Super Bowls. <laughs> that would break my heart. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I don't wish any bad upon Tom Brady. I get it. I get it. He, you know, he's still my hero, man. Yeah. You know, but as he's long as they don't win a Super treasure. Bowl. Yeah, as long as they don't win a Super Bowl, that's great. <laughs> You're riding with them all the way to the big game, and then you got to get off. Yeah, but then just, no. What that. if it's a Belichick Tom Brady Super Bowl? How oh my goodness! How emotional! Yeah. That would be. Uh, wow. You know, I still root for my Patriots, regardless. But yeah, that, that would. Be I feel cool. like you guys base. are just making fodder up right now. <laughs> Patriots. No, it's a real Tampa story. Bay Super Bowl. It's uh, what 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 fabled universe are you guys talking about right now? A real one. Uh, the one where Buffalo tanks <laughs> the rest of the season. <laughs> Buffalo implodes, as Buffalo may or may not do. And uh, and that's how it goes. Yeah. But the fan base, the Patriots fan base would be, uh, at least some of them would be torn, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. 
because Tommy is everything to those boys, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the newer generation would definitely be torn. Yeah. Yeah, it would be uh it'd be a real thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And great the rest of us, but no offense. I, I am. I'm. I'm really impressed with the way that the NFL has actually handled uh, the season so far. We're, remember, we were talking about that it might not happen or it might just get cut down. I think they've done a really good job considering we're going to the second wave. Everything. Yeah, like they've that. Done well. They've. Uh, you know, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Like, man, I still am nervous. There's a day coming because they've used up all of their room. You know, now that the bye weeks don't exist and they can't really shuffle around too much anymore. Like that, this is going to be the season, but. It feels like they've buckled down real well. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully that's how it keeps going. I, I honestly think postseason is going to be done in bubbles. I mean, yeah, just so that you keep the the exposure yeah. out. You they'll know, do, you know, yeah, they'll right. do what, what MLB did. That was successful. Yeah. 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 And my Tampa Bay Raptors <laughs> going to be playing <laughs> there starting December 26th. Did you hear about okay? So NHL right now is still in. So this is this is where I get a little ticked off, right? So NHL right now is still in talks about how uh, are we going to start January one? January one is when they wanted to start have the season finished July twenty fifth. But the thing is though is that right now the players are all talking about because they wanted to take their their salaries and put it into escrow, right? A certain percentage of the salary into escrow. So depending on you know. Um, because you're missing X amount of games, right? There's only going to be 60 something games played. So this salary is going to go into escrow. How many many games are there normally? 82. So, so they're missing 20 something. They want to put that portion of the salary into escrow, but then give it to them afterwards. Right. And so the NHLPA is all kind of like up in arms about this, where they would rather have deferred payments as opposed to their salary going into escrow. Um, And all I'm thinking is like, so there's 300 million that we're talking about here altogether. This is between everybody in the NHL. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. The sal- the whole total salary of the NHL is $300 million. Well, no, no, no. This is the total salary that they want to put into escrow from what I oh. understand. This is what okay. they want to trim is 300 million. So everybody had to put into the escrow X amount, right? Depending on what you're getting paid. And the NHL PA is kind of like all up in arms about this. They don't want to go into escrow. They'd rather have it as deferred payments. But the thing is that putting it to escrow protects the league in case the league has to shut down. You know what I mean? So it's very hard to get on board when you know these guys are getting paid. Now, they're not getting paid NBA money or MLB money, but they're getting paid. You're still looking at your top players making over 10, you know, 10 million a season. What, what's the what's the what's the minor like the 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 smallest contract? I think it's like seven hundred thousand, maybe maybe less. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, NHL is going to struggle with their brand, right? That's just the thing. They don't have the same kind of pull the NFL. The, I mean, even that MLB, right? They're the fourth sport, dude. When they shut so down, it's a, bit, it's a bit tough when they're complaining about like how they're going to get paid when everyone else is just going to go to work. Yeah, right. it's hard to hear it. It's hard to hear it. Absolutely. And it's like, I'm not sympathetic. It's like, boys, take the cut. Get out there. Play yeah. the games. It just feels like a, a logical move. Is this you? Is this a per game? Like, that's how you should break it apart, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. You know, 
Right. I, I was just listening to it and I'm just like, geez. And then of course, you know, then you have to wonder about where, where are the Canadian teams going to play? Right. Are they going to go down to the U S well, they have to, but it's terrible though, because then you the got border, Winnipeg. I, I agree. But it, it, as long as the border is closed, there's no other way around it. Like Toronto and Montreal are going to survive no matter what, because you're looking at huge markets there. People love us. But what are they going to do? They're just going to play each other at nauseum. They have to come play. <laughs> no, they have to. Do <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> like you're playing your brother in the driveway. It's like, all right, yeah. come on. on. <laughs> Best of seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> this has been a great episode. Oh my gosh. I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. Um, Noberto, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks, oh my goodness. Out. We appreciate you. Yeah, I, I want to thank you guys for the opportunity. I mean, this for me um, is brand new. The whole, you know, being recognized through a social media app and, you know, being able to be a part of something that, that's awesome. And congratulations to you guys on your guys' sponsor, sponsorship. Um, that's amazing. That's the status where I want to be at eventually. <laughs> but you guys are doing great things. Yeah. Um, you guys definitely want a new fan in me. I want to be a part of all you guys' podcasts and watch and tune in to check you guys out because I feel like this is just much more now. Like I've been telling a lot of the friends that I've made on TikTok, this is much more than TikTok. I've created some genuine relationships with people where it's just friendships and we interact outside of TikTok. And I think the same thing here with you guys, you know, you guys definitely have a fan in me and I definitely want to keep watching you guys. So yeah, we appreciate, appreciate that. that. We'll, be, we'll all be tuned in again. What's your, uh, give me your social media one more time so we can all hook together. It's uh yo, I'm kind of funny. So it's the same on Instagram and TikTok. And you too. Cool. Yep. Okay. Well, more to come from all of us, right? Uh, that's the thing I really hope you show up for that aftermath there. For, oh, I'll be here. I'll be here yeah, to you yeah, know, yeah, win yeah. or lose, but I'll be here when you lose. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. Hey, one more time for Flyers. We, we appreciate you believing in us. Uh, Flyers, thank you for being the official beer sponsor. Uh, you know, we look forward to greater things uh, with them and everybody else. So as we go through, I will say till next time. Peace. Yes. Peace. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.